I just want to thank you for joining us this evening as we share God's word, as we are strengthened and encouraged to continue on despite all that we face each and every day, man. I'm going to ask you to turn with me to Romans 14 and 17. Romans 14 and 17. And then we're going to go to Romans uh, 15 and 13. Amen. And I just want to share a few scriptures. And I just want to encourage all of us tonight. Amen. Just, just a word of encouragement. Amen. But Romans 14 17 tells us this. It says, For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Mm-hmm. Now, Romans 15 13 says this. It says, Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Now, if you if you um, pull from these two scriptures, you're going to see the word joy, amen. And that's something I want to talk about and just share with us tonight, amen. Because uh, this is this is this is something that that resonated from Sunday because I heard Pastor Baker say something, and I just want you guys to understand this. When he read Psalm 35, it says. For his anger endures but a moment, and his favor is like weeping may endure for the night, but joy cometh in the morning. Amen? Now, let me just say this. As I told Pastor, I said, that was supposed to be our morning scripture that Sunday. Amen? But Father God had something else in mind, and he then gave me this scripture. Ecclesiastes 3, 1 and 8 for those that weren't there and those that don't remember. But I want to read this, Ecclesiastes 3, 1 and 8, amen, 1 through 8, amen. It says, To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. A time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to pluck up that which is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. Amen. And six says a time to get and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away. A time to rent and a time to sow. A time to keep silent and a time to speak. In eight, it says, a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. Now, when I read that, Father revealed this to me in Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 8 that I just read. Again, this is a scripture that we were supposed to read on Sunday morning. But when you read this, 1 through 8, life has good and bad, Love and hatred, joy and sorrow, life and death. Amen? Things seem to come and go our way from one moment to the next. Amen? In life, in the bad situation, will happen. Amen? But as Pastor Baker read the latter part of Psalms 30 and 5, this is what it says. It says, joy cometh in the morning time. 
Tuesday main rule for the night with joy cometh in the morning time. Now, I, I just want to encourage each and every one of us today uh, that that word joy, amen, and what the Bible says about the word joy, the uh, original Hebrew word for joy is shimma, meaning joy or gladness. The root word for joy means to rejoice or to make glad, amen? Now, I want you to write these scriptures down because I got quite a few scriptures. Uh, and here's one of them, John 15 and 11, amen? Because I just, I, we're just going to talk about joy tonight, amen? And believe me, it's something that we all need to hear and it's something we all need to just allow Father God to release in us, amen? I know a lot of us are dealing with some things right now, but John 15 11, it says this, and this is what Jesus said. He said, these things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be filled. Now, I just want to say, there is no joy outside of Christ Jesus, amen? There's no joy outside of Christ Jesus, amen? The joy of the Lord transcends all of our circumstances, amen? So that means that everything that we face each and every day, God's joy transcends it above that, amen? But we have to allow God to uh, bring that joy out, amen? The joy of the Lord is the gladness of heart that comes from knowing, Father God, abiding in Christ and being filled with the Holy Spirit, amen? Now, just to say this, that little three-letter word, joy, amen, is a mighty word, amen? Joy is in the heart. Joy is of the soul. Joy transcends, amen? Joy embraces peace and contentment, amen? Joy runs deep and overflows. Joy is a practice and a behavior, amen? Joy, that word joy is profound, amen? Because when you look at it, joy endures hardship and trials, amen? It endures hardship and trials. And, and, and I'm going to ask you to turn with me to Psalm 16 and 11 so we can just read a little bit more about joy, amen? So Psalm 16 11. And please write these scriptures down. Write the scriptures down because it's always good to hear the scriptures but to go over them yourself because there may be something that you get more out of it when you do that, amen? But Psalm 16 11, it says this. Thou will show me the path of life, and thine presence is fullness of joy. At thine right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Amen? Now, is it possible to experience joy in difficult times? Through Christ Jesus, it is. Absolutely. Amen? Is it possible to know joy in spite of grief or uncertainty? Understanding joy doesn't need a physical order to exist. Understand this, saints, when I say that. Understanding joy doesn't need a physical order to exist. And when I say that, I'm saying this. When I say a physical order, I'm saying this. Physical meaning a new job, a new house, a bunch of money. That does not produce joy, amen? It produces happiness, but it doesn't produce joy because happiness is a temporary feeling, amen? Now, joy is with us every moment, amen? Joy is with us every moment, amen? Even in our difficult times, and I'm going to read this difficult time, because, you know, a lot of times we think that what we're going through is much for us to handle. 
other two, I want to read this. You want to talk about having joy in a difficult time. In Hebrews 12 and 2, it says this. It says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross. Now, let me just say this. If you were on the cross, would you be thinking about joy? Absolutely not. But it says, despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Amen? So even when Jesus was at the cross, on the cross, that joy was set before him. Amen? Now, here it is for us. In James 1, 2 through 4. And this is what it tells us. James 1, 2 through 4, it tells us this. It says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Amen? Count it all joy. Count it all joy. Why do we, why should we count it all joy when we go on through something? Because you have to understand, you have the Holy Spirit on the inside. Amen? You have everlasting joy on the inside of you. Amen? Now it says, knowing this, that the time of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Amen? Wanting nothing. Now understand this, saints. Joy is one of the fruits of the Spirit. Amen? Yes, it is. Joy is one of the fruits of the Spirit. Amen? Now see, even in our joy, other fruits of the Spirit are being exercised in us. Amen? Don't think you're just going through something and nothing else is happening. There is always something happening in God's kingdom and God's people, amen. Always something happens. Because Galatians 5, 22 and 23 says this. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance against such. There is no law, amen. Now, with that being said, Saints, I'm going to say this to you. Our Christian duty is to rejoice. And I know we look at the things that we deal with, the things that we see, and the things that we hear. But in all that, you have to understand, you have joy on the inside. We have to rejoice in the things that we deal with. I know it's hard and difficult sometimes, but in Christ Jesus as believers, we are still with the inexpressible and glorious joy, amen? We are filled with his joy, amen? Now, 1 Peter 1 and 8 tells us this. This is what it tells us in 1 Peter 1 and 8. It says, Whom having not seen, ye love, in whom thou now ye see him not, ye believe, yet believe, Ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Amen. Unspeakable and full of glory. Amen. Because it's a supernatural origin that the joy of the Lord, our gladness of heart, is present even through the trials of life. Amen. Even though we go through what we go through, God's joy is on the inside of us. Amen. It never leaves us. Amen. But as believers in Christ, the joy of the Lord shall come natural. It should come natural, amen? Mm -hmm. As we abide in Christ, the true vine, 
we the branches are full of his strength and vitality and the fruit will produce including joy of his doing of his choosing amen in John 15 and 5 Jesus said this because if we are a part of him we have joy amen in John 15 and 5 it says this Jesus said I am the vine ye are the branches he that abideth in me and I in him the same bringeth forth much fruit for without me ye can do nothing if it had not been for him we wouldn't have the joy that we have on the inside of us amen when Jesus was born listen to this when Jesus was born the angels announced in Luke 2.10 this, this is where the joy comes from. In Luke 2.10, it said, And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy. You know that every time it talks about joy, Jesus is near. Amen? I bring you great joy, which, which shall be to all people. And I'm not saying all people. I'm saying his people. Amen? Now turn with me to Luke 144, amen? Luke 144. And again, say, it's a word to encourage you. It's a word to show you that you have that everlasting joy on the inside, amen? You have a joy that will not leave you. And like I said, it's an everlasting joy. It's not a happiness. Because again, happiness does not last but a, but a minute, amen? But Luke 144 says this. It says, for lo, as soon as thy voice of thine salutation sounded in my ear, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. Hmm. Joy starts when you give your life to Christ. Amen? When the Holy Spirit is sealed within you, joy starts. Amen? Because again, man cannot give you joy in any way. It doesn't matter what they have to offer or what they give you. They cannot offer you joy. Joy only comes from Christ Jesus. Amen. In Christ, we don't live in the doom and gloom of this world. And understand this, saints. We're just visiting this. We're just visiting here. Amen. We're doing some recruiting while we're here, but we're just visiting. Amen. All we're doing now is telling people of the good news of Jesus Christ. Amen. And when we do that, we have to be joyous about it. Amen. You got to let that joy within you bubble up and come out and show people where that joy comes from. Because again, you can be the most person in the world filled with all of God's joy. Amen. And people are asking you questions. What is going on with you? Amen. But listen to this, saints. Jesus exemplified joy in his ministry. Amen. Why do you think people continue to follow Jesus no matter where he went? Amen. Jesus wasn't giving the doom and gloom stories or anything like that. He had joyous things to tell the people, and that's why the people continue to follow him, amen? Joy is reflected in many of Jesus' parables. You know that? In John 16 and 24, it says this, and again, I say to you, write these down. Write these scriptures down because I want you to understand that when you read these, you're going to get more out of it, amen? It said, hitherto have ye asked nothing in my name. It says, ask and you shall receive that your joy might be full. 
In Luke 15, 1 through 10, and I'm going to read that, amen, Luke 15, 1 through 10, and you can read the story if you want, amen. And this is what it says. It says, Then drew near unto him all the publicans and sinners for to hear him, amen. And the Pharisees and scribes murmured, saying, This man receives sinners and eateth with them. And he spake the parable unto them, saying, what man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he loses one, if he loses one of them, do not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after that which that one which is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he lays on his shoulder and rejoices. And when he cometh home, he calls together his friends and neighbors and says to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. I say unto you, take likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repenteth more than over ninety-nine just people which need no repentance. Either what woman, having ten pieces of silver, if she loses one piece, you will not light a candle and sweep the house and seek diligently till she finds it. And when she found it, or when she finds it, she calls her neighbors and her neighbors together, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found a peace which I have lost. Likewise, I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of angels of God over one sinner that repented. Amen? Mm -hmm. There is joy in the presence of the angels over God, of God, over one sinner that repented. Amen? So, again, saints... I just wanted to give you a word to encourage you today, amen? I just wanted to give you a joyous word, amen? So, whatever you're going through, whatever you're dealing with, whatever you're going through right now, amen? I just wanted to give you a word of joy, amen? A joyous word to let you know that the joy of the Lord is within you, amen? The joy of the Lord is you, amen? You are the joy of the Lord, amen? Now, let's close with this, because like I said, I just wanted to give you a word of encouragement. I want to close with this, and I want you to understand this, saints. Only Father God alone can produce true joy. So it doesn't matter where you look or who you talk to or what they give you or what you drink, smoke, whatever the case. It's not going to give you the joy that Christ Jesus can give you, amen? Only Father God alone can produce true joy, and he does this in us through his spirit, living in those, amen, whoever the Holy Spirit lives in, amen, whoever puts their trust in him, we have to understand that only God himself can give us the ability to respond to life's difficult circumstances, joy cometh during every season, amen? But you have to let it happen, amen? Because a lot of times we allow our circumstances to overtake us, overcome us. But you have to understand, you have the joy of the Lord on the inside to help you overcome all situations and circumstances that you deal with each and every day, amen? It is an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Joy coming from our choices to choose joy, amen? We have something that we can choose, we have something we can take in, we have something that's within us that 
will allow us to overcome everything that we deal with in life. Amen. And that is the joy of the Lord. Because the Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Saints. So we cannot allow the things. I, you know, as Sister Roswell was saying, some of the things we, we, we let things in our life. We let people in our life come in and wreak havoc and just walk out and leave. But you have to understand the joy of the Lord is your strength. You can overcome all things that you face today, tomorrow, and forevermore. Amen. Because it's his joy that you have within you. With that said, I turn it back over to our pastor. Amen. 